if you take the Jew out of Egypt, but do not give him the Torah, the world will become his Pharaoh. Some days I am a slave to this body, and the world is a master that crushes the bones of my soul. Your Torah is the glue of my existence. It lifts me beyond the endlessness of my body's needs. With it, I can live above my own limitations. I can live above in the welcoming glow of your infinite light. Hello, hello. I'm Tanya, and you are listening to a special edition holiday episode of Human and Holy, a podcast by The Tanya Project, where we discuss spiritual ideas in human terms. Today's episode is sponsored by Leah and Aftali Morozov, in honor of their grandfather's yard site, Mordechai Leib ben Chaim Dovber. May his neshama have an aliyah, and may all the learning done through today's episode be in his merit. Episode sponsorships help cover audio production costs for each episode. Your support literally makes each episode happen. Thank you to our sponsors, past and present. To sponsor an episode or become a supporter on Patreon, please reach out at humanandholy at gmail.com. It's the season of freedom. The holiday of Pesach is coming up in just a few days. So today, naturally, we're going to talk about freedom. What does it mean and how do we get there? Join me on a journey through the names of this holiday to discover a three-step process to your own personal freedom. One of the most liberating feelings in the world to me is just losing myself. There's a level of freedom that I would describe as that feeling when I'm just dancing without self-consciousness, without being aware of whoever's around me and without being aware of my own body or that feeling of just laughing chaotically with that deep belly laugh with people that I trust and feel comfortable with and don't feel the need to be so self-aware around. As Pesach approaches, I've been thinking about freedom. What would it look like for us to live without a constant awareness of ourselves? What would it look like if we could make choices without so much self-consciousness and with complete trust that the decision we were making was the right one for us? What type of radical freedom would we have if we could be freed from our own perspective on ourselves, from our limiting beliefs, from the world's opinion of us, from society's transient morality, and also just from our own fluctuating emotions. What would it look like if I could just dance with life, free of any self-consciousness and second-guessing my choices? Today, I'm going to share a talk by the Lubavitcher Rebbe, where he clarifies exactly what true freedom is and how we can attain it. The Rebbe explains that Pesach, known as the holiday of freedom, actually has three names in Torah literature. And these three names indicate a three-step process through which we ourselves can experience the freedom that they experienced at the time of their exodus from Egypt. So Passover celebrates the Jews leaving their enslavement from Egypt and receiving the Torah from God himself. Pesach 
is not just July 4th for the Jewish nation. It's not just the celebration of our exodus from Egypt. So we didn't just remove the Egyptian shackles. We also received the Torah. And that's the key difference between just leaving and getting independence from something and actually being born anew. True freedom, the Rebbe says, is not just independence. It is an absolute rebirth into an entirely new place. If we lose a vice, but don't tether ourselves to healthier habits, we'll immediately become addicts to something else. If the Jews had left Egypt, but hadn't received the Torah, they would still be slaves to their own selves. Today, I'm going to take you through a three-step process through the three names of the Passover holiday. One, Chag HaMatzot. Two, Zman Cheruseinu. And three, Pesach. So first, let's start with Chag HaMatzot. Matzah is known as the bread of humility. It's a flat, unleavened bread. It's the bread that isn't puffed up with the air of its own importance, but recognizes the inherent limitation of the human mind and its abilities. It's the openness we can cultivate for something larger than us that seeks to move through us. It's our willingness to recognize godliness within and around us. To recognize a force that is far broader than our own understanding of the world. This openness is the foundation of our rebirth. Then we have Zman Cheruseinu, the time of our freedom. We say the humility of the matzah, it's the only thing that will bring us to the truest freedom within ourselves. Because when we begin to recognize that the God we open ourselves up to is really just our essence, and that tapping into his wisdom allows us to tap in deeper into ourselves, then we can achieve true freedom. The humility of the godly soul is not heavy or broken. It actually relies on the wholeness of our unique vessel and our godly soul. So first comes this awareness of something larger than us. And then, equally important, comes an acceptance of that awareness into the sphere of our own lives. And when that acceptance is tethered in a deep openness to God, we are able to step fearlessly into our souls. So we open ourselves up to God, and then we step right into the greatness of our souls. Humility does not demand that we shrink or diminish ourselves to make space for something else. It actually demands that we become even fuller, that we utilize our every gift and vessel as channels for God. Third, we have Pesach, which means to jump, to pass over. This name for the holiday represents the jump the angel of death did to spare the firstborn sons of every Jewish home during the plague. This holiday is the holiday of that big and wild leap. Because when we approach our own personal freedom with humility, 
and allow God to work through us. We open our minds and our lives to opportunities that are far greater than what we could accomplish on our own. When we connect ourselves to infinity, we begin to soar. We ourselves become infinite. We always were. Freedom from your limitations will not just take you a single step out of your comfort zone. It will take you to an entirely new place. The Jewish people were reborn after their exodus. Not simply because they left Egypt, but because they accepted the Torah. They allowed themselves to be remade into a far larger vessel for God to work through them. This is a three-step process to true freedom that's hidden in the three names of Pesach. First, we open ourselves up to something larger. Then, we use that humility as a catalyst to tap into our own strengths. We go deep into our souls. And then, the combination of humility and belief in your soul, which leads you to total freedom from your personal human limitations, That combination will bring you way outside of yourself. It will bring you to soar, to jump higher than you ever thought possible. It will bring you to total rebirth, to an entirely new Rabbi Adin Steinsaltz tells of an interaction he had with the Lubavitcher Rebbe, which seems somewhat innocent, but is remarkably transformative. He wrote a letter to the Rebbe with a list of his extensive responsibilities. I think he was holding down like three full-time jobs at the time. And he asked the Rebbe which he should eliminate. He just said, it all seemed like just a little bit too much for one person. And I wanted to know what to focus on and what I could forgo. The Rebbe's response is kind of shocking. But I guess if you know the Rebbe's response in general, it's not shocking. But it still manages to blow my mind. The Rebbe told him, add this, and then add this, and then add this, and also continue everything that you're already currently doing. Rabbi Steinsaltz asked him what to remove from his responsibilities, and the Rebbe told him what to add. He saw his own human limitations, but the Rebbe saw his infinite potential. Pesach is here. It's the season of freedom. It's the season to free ourselves from our limiting beliefs about life, our capabilities, about what the world has to offer us and what we have to offer the world. It really seems to be the greatest paradox of all time, that if you tether yourself to something, only then you will begin to soar. But the truth is that if you're tethering yourself to your deepest truth, which is your godly soul, then the very act of connection and commitment is what allows you to defy your human limitations. For a while, I struggled to understand how we could define true freedom as being Torah and mitzvos. It's not that I don't think Torah and mitzvos is the call of my soul, but calling it freedom seemed to just be a spin on the definition of freedom, but wasn't necessarily a true representation of the freedom that I defined in my mind. 
just the dancing without self-consciousness, as I mentioned earlier. You know, the life that's just lived with abandon, with total trust, with pure intuition and no rules. Often, when I think of a free day, I think of a day when I have no responsibilities. What does it mean that true freedom is one that's tapped into the responsibilities that my soul has? Maybe that's my ultimate truth, but is it my ultimate freedom? So just last week, I was voice noting back and forth with my cousin. And through our conversation, we were just discussing our current life choices and some other life stuff. And I began to crystallize a really stark clarity in my life. We are all living by a set of rules, spoken or unspoken. The rules of society, the culture we live in, our environment, the media we consume. It is so naive to think that I could make a single choice in my life that isn't influenced by my conditioning, or by the books I've read, or by the culture I live in. There is no such thing as freedom from rules. There is no day and no lifetime that isn't governed by some set of rules, by some type of influence. Now, when it comes to the Torah, if I can tether myself to the guidance of my godly soul, which is undoubtedly my deepest self, and if I can allow myself to be guided by the words of God in his Torah, then I can feel confident that the choices I make are not being governed by my external environment, but are being consciously chosen by the voice of my soul. So I recently experienced a decision in my life where Let's just say I was struggling to align myself with God's will. This has happened before and will happen again probably every day for the rest of my life. But I was really vacillating back and forth. And then once I made my decision, the most miraculous thing happened. I felt weightless. I felt myself dancing with life like nobody was watching. I felt free, free of self-consciousness. It didn't matter what anyone thought of my choice. And it was even okay if my own feelings about it would fluctuate. Because I knew that I had made that decision based on my deepest self. Not on my limiting beliefs. Not on anyone else's expectations of me besides for God. There is no way that I can predict all the choices I need to make to become the person that I am meant to be. But if I can tether myself to God with an openness and a humility, Chakamatsu, while still maintaining the integrity of my own personal vessel, Zman Cherusenu, then I will reach vistas I could never climb to on my own. Chag Pesach, the holiday of Dilok the holiday of shattered limitations and total rebirth. And I'm walking out of Egypt Nothing on my back And they're angry that I believe it So they came to attack And I will jump into the sea of reeds Hope that it's fit for me, yeah